Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. It is now official. Andretti and Cadillac's bid to join forces and start up Formula One's 11th team in either 2025 or 2026 has just been formally denied by Formula One. And Formula One didn't just deny Andretti, they slapped them in the face. Let me explain. For some background info, there are currently 10 teams in Formula One. Each team has two drivers for a total of 20 drivers on the current Formula One grid. According to Article 8.6 of the current F1 sporting regulations, no more than 26 cars will be admitted to the championship, two being entered by each competitor. This means that, as it stands, we could add three more teams and six more drivers to Formula One right now without having to change up literally anything as far as the regulations are concerned. In case you were wondering, the last Grand Prix to feature 26 starting cars was, of all races, the Monaco Grand Prix in 1995. It must have been more congested there than me snorting lines of dust at a cat cafe. I'm allergic to dust and cats. So Formula One denying Andretti had less to do with them not being set up for more teams and more to do with them apparently just not wanting Andretti. And also a bit to do with existing teams going no new friends and not wanting any more teams added to the grid, but I'll get to that later. It's very counterintuitive that Formula One wouldn't want Andretti because I legitimately cannot think of a realistic team that could enter F1 that is a better fit than an Andretti Cadillac joint venture. They're not some random profiteer upstart, but rather a true legacy team based in Formula One's top emerging market, the United States, and backed by the full power of 1978's Formula One World Drivers Champion, Mario Andretti, and one of the most famous and recognizable names in automobile history in Cadillac. There's literally a saying for when something is top of the line and very prestigious. You say that it is the Cadillac of whatever, which just goes to show how highly regarded Cadillac is as a brand. And the Andretti name isn't one that's just coasting off Mario's F1 championship. Andretti, as a racing brand, has won a ton of championships, including four IndyCar titles and a Formula E title literally last year, as well as an absurd five Indy 500s, you know, Indy 500, the greatest race in the world. They won five of them. But even with the insane pedigree attached to the Andretti Cadillac joint bid, Formula One still denied them, and they denied them forcefully with their reasoning coming by way of a conclusions of commercial assessment document that I will break down for you now. Our assessment process has established that the presence of an 11th team would not on its own provide value to the championship. The most significant way in which a new entrant would bring value is by being competitive. We do not believe the applicant would be a competitive participant. First off, rude. You're a real jerk. Second, what does it even mean to be competitive? Are they meant to be competing for the title right away or competing against other teams for not last place? Because if it's the latter, you can't convince me Andretti couldn't beat Haas and maybe even Flamignon Racing out the gate. And if it's the former, that's delusional. Nobody's going to come and fight with the championship year one. Unless, you know, you're Braun GP, but that is an entirely different scenario. 
The need for any new team to take a compulsory power unit supply, potentially over a period of several seasons, would be damaging to the prestige and standing of the championship. In my opinion, this right here is the main reason Andretti's bid was denied. Cadillac wouldn't be ready to produce an F1 power unit by 2025 or 2026, so if Andretti had gotten approval to be F1's 11th team, their cars were probably going to be powered by Renault power units until 2028, which is the first season where Cadillac's parent company General Motors will be registered as an engine manufacturer. Because F1 is all about bringing new engine manufacturers into the sport right now, they apparently don't want to bring in any new teams that aren't already tied to a new engine manufacturer right out the gate. While the Andretti name carries some recognition for F1 fans, our research indicates that F1 would bring value to the Andretti brand rather than the other way around. That legitimately may be the most narcissistic sentence I have ever read in my entire life. The addition of an 11th team would place an operational burden on race promoters, would subject some of them to significant costs, and would reduce the technical, operational, and commercial spaces of the other competitors. Okay, so either go into your regulations and cap the grid at 10 teams instead of 13, or stop whining. Do one or the other. This point also demonstrates how all of the existing teams going, we don't want any new teams, did have an impact in F1's decision, which again, I'll get into later. We were not able to identify any material expected positive effect on CRH financial results as a key indicator of the pure commercial value of the championship. What I think they're underestimating here is the USA, USA, USA effect that Andretti would bring to F1, but whatever. Counting us out, it's fine. On the basis of the application as it stands, we do not believe that the applicant has shown that it would add value to the championship. We conclude that the applicant's application to participate in the championship should not be successful. We would look differently on an application for the entry of a team into the 2028 championship with a GM power unit, either as a GM works team or as a GM customer team designing all allowable components in-house. In this case, there would be additional factors to consider in respect of the value that the applicant would bring to the championship, in particular in respect of bringing a prestigious new OEM to the sport as a PU supplier. So at least all hope is not lost as the door is open for a successful bid to add a team for the 2028 season and beyond once GM is able to begin supplying power units, but the door has been closed for now. Like I alluded to earlier, the way I see it, this denial is all part of Formula One's plan to strong arm the addition of new engine manufacturers into the sport. Formula One is making the point that there are only two ways you can get an F1 team now. You either buy an existing one or you bring your own engine manufacturer right out the gate. To be fair, I do think that a Formula One grid consisting entirely of teams with different engines would be great but that's no reason to deny Andretti when they already have plans to bring their own engine manufacturer. Now, before I move on to smoking 10-team purists as well as Formula One's existing teams, let me tell you about my sponsor, Freeze Pipe, available to those of you age 21 and up. Endorsed by the likes of Burt Kreischer, Joey Diaz, and Andrew Schultz, Freeze Pipe makes a unique line of products that cool smoke by over 300 degrees and allow you to experience icy smooth clouds without the throat burn, chest pain, or coughing attacks. Freeze Pipe's secret is freezable glycerin chambers that come on every piece. Pop one of these chambers in the freezer for one hour and as smoke passes through, it's instantly chilled for a refreshing experience. Glycerin is a non-toxic gel that freezes quicker than water and stays frozen longer. It's like the old trick of adding ice cubes, except modernized. Freeze Pipe is truly the hottest and coldest way to indulge in 2024. It's also American-owned, 
priced affordably, and has free domestic shipping. So order today and start fighting fire with ice. Say goodbye to harsh smoke and coughing attacks by shopping the smoothest products at thefreezepipe.com and use code FBONE for 10% off your entire order. That's thefreezepipe.com and code FBONE for 10% off. Freezepipe does not condone the use of their products with illegal substances or by those under 21 years of age. Okay, I've said it before and I'll say it again. If you don't want new teams to be able to enter Formula One, you're not a fan of the sport, but rather a shill for your team and its corporate overlords. Sad. I present to you the pros and cons of adding a new team to Formula One from the fans' perspective. Pros. More teams equals more drivers equals more personalities equals more drama. More teams equals a higher percent chance a team not named Red Bull, Mercedes, or Ferrari wins a race. More teams equals more cars we get to watch go vroom vroom. More teams equal more fans entering the sport. More teams equals more dope liveries. And more teams equals more fun. Cons, your favorite team now has more competition and less money and thus might do worse both on and off track. Boo-hoo. That's it. That's all the cons. And I now present to you the pros and cons of adding a new team to Formula One from the existing team's perspective. Pros, absolutely none. Oh my God, this is an outrage. Cons, more teams equals more competition and less money, and thus we might do worse both on and off track. Boo-hoo. That's literally it. 10 team purist fans are to be expected because some people just don't like change. But existing teams coming out and saying they don't want new teams in Formula One because it will make things harder for them is one of the sadder things I've ever seen in my life. Is competition not the entire point of sport? What am I missing here? Formula One can't consider itself the pinnacle of motorsport, or should I say, the Cadillac of motorsport. If it's going to wall itself off from the rest of the racing world, how else will we know if the teams in F1 are actually the world's best car constructors if nobody outside the sport can come in and try to challenge them? It's like if a college football team won the Ivy League every year and called itself the national champion, but then refused to ever play a team not in the Ivy League so that their claim could not be challenged. You're not the national champion, you're Yale, dorks. We must salt the earth of Formula One's walled garden and prevent the existing teams from preventing F1 from making team-related changes before it's too late. We, the fans, want sport and fun and drama. They, the teams, want an elevated bottom line because their owners and sponsors demand it. Whose side are you on here? Let me know in the comments. Like, go comment right now, right now. Speaking of F1 teams, if you're a fan of Haas, Williams, Ferrari, or Red Bull, I've got some merch inspired by these teams that you can buy right now at the link in the description. Check it out. Very nice. Link in the description. Special shout out to my top YouTube channel members, Mo, Brian Linton, and Joe Max's number one hater, Snow. Until next time, folks. J-Bomb. J-Bomb.